know, this is bonus content for episode 28 because I ran out of time and I forgot to tell you guys about one of my favorite stories from the reading this week, okay? So this is, we're in Acts 12, and this kind of comes in Come Follow Me. It comes under the suggestions for family scripture study and home evening, and it says, when Peter was cast into prison, members of the church gathered together and prayed for him. I want to talk about Peter in prison because it's one of my favorite stories. It's awesome. And I was sad that we didn't get to talk about it. So you get bonus content with it in it today. So Acts 12. So we're coming in here. Herod the king is here. And it says he stretched forth his hands to vex certain of the church. I mean, that's like such good imagery right there. He stretched forth his hands to vex. I mean, I'm like, okay. I can literally see him, like, stretching forth his hands. I'm actually doing it right now. You can't see me, but I'm stretching forth my hands like I'm here, ready to vex the church. So he's getting ready to vex the church. He kills James, the brother of John. And then, because he saw it pleased the Jews, he proceeded further to take Peter also, right? So he takes Peter, and he puts him in, in prison. And I guess he's like, okay, so he still remembers what happened with Jesus, where, like, you know, there was a body in the tomb, and then there wasn't a body in the tomb, and people were saying he'd risen. And so I guess that was still a little fresh on his mind, because he went and delivered four quaternions, which means squads or detachments of four men each. So 16 soldiers to keep him. There were 16 soldiers around Peter. Right? They were 16 soldiers to keep Peter in the prison, intending after Easter, but we actually know that means Passover, to bring him forth to the people. Peter therefore was kept in prison, but prayer was made without ceasing of the church unto God for him. So the entire church was praying for Peter, raising their voices to heaven, praying for his freedom. 6 we read, When Herod would have brought him forth the same night, Peter was sleeping between two soldiers. They don't even trust Peter to sleep by himself. He's literally sleeping like sandwiched between these two guys. Like, how would you like to have been the one to draw the short straw? Like, oh, I have to go sleep with the prisoner? Okay, I'll sleep with the prisoner. You know, I mean, he's sleeping between two soldiers chained to them, right? And the keepers before the door kept the prison. So I guess you got two people in his cell with him, and then you've got the other 14 are, like, outside the the prison. I don't know. And then in 7, Behold, the angel of the Lord came upon him, and a light shined in the prison. And he smote Peter on the side. (laughs) I love the imagery of that. Like, bam, wake up, boy. Right? I mean, I can just see an angel doing that, right? Arise up quickly. And his chains fell off from his hands. And the angel said unto him, Gird thyself, and bind on thy sandals. So, you know, get your coat, get your sandals, let's go. And so he did. And he saith unto him, Cast thy garment about thee, and follow me. And he went out and followed the angel, and did not know it was true that had been done by the angel. He thought it was a vision. He thought he was dreaming, right? And then when they were past the first and the second ward, they came into the iron gate that leadeth into the city, and which opened to them of his own accord. And they went out and passed on through the street, and forthwith the angel departed from him. And when Peter came unto himself, he said, Now I know of a surety that the Lord hath sent his angel, and hath delivered me out of the hand of Herod from all the expectation of the people of the Jews. Then the next part of the story is one of my favorite moments in scripture. And y'all, again, I'm goofy and quirky. I understand that. So I love the goofy, quirky moments in the scripture. You know, we talked about one of my other favorite ones in Mark in the Garden of Gethsemane when they come for Jesus, the streaker. This is another one of my favorite quirky, little, funny human moments in scriptures, right? So 13, and as Peter knocked on the door of the gate, 
a damsel, a girl, like a young woman, laurel age, let's say, came to hearken, named Rhoda. And when she knew Peter's voice, she opened not the gate for gladness, but ran in and told how Peter stood before the gate. She heard Peter's voice. She was so excited. She didn't open the door. She just ran back into the house. <laughs> and I love it because I'm like, okay, that is something I would totally do. I'd be like, oh, he's here, he's here. And I'd turn around and run back in. That would be me. All right. And they said unto her, thou art mad, you crazy girl. You're making things up. But she constantly affirmed that it was even so. And then said they, it is his angel. They thought he was dead. To me, 15... It's kind of a sad scripture because it says they've been praying without ceasing. They've been praying without ceasing that Peter would be released. And when he's released, they don't believe that he is. So what were they praying for? Like their prayer is answered, but they don't believe that it's answered. Are we ever like that? Yeah, I think sometimes I am. Um, where I pray for stuff and I get my answer and I don't believe it. Or I think, no, 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 that's not how it's supposed to go. But it is. It is supposed to go that way. And at 16 it reads, And Peter continued knocking. And when they had opened the door and saw him, they were astonished. They were astonished. Their prayers, they'd been praying without ceasing. And their prayers were answered. And I think that is an amazing story. One other thing I want to add, because I think this is kind of quirky, interesting things that happen in the scriptures, right? The end of this chapter, Acts 12, um, talks about the end of Herod. You know, the whole family of Herods, they were all just bad dudes. Bad dudes from the very beginning, right? So sometime after the prison break, Herod is making a speech. And in 21, and upon a set day, Herod, arrayed in royal apparel, sat upon his throne. And he made an oration unto them, like them being the crowd. And the people gave a shout, saying, It is the voice of a God, not of a man. And immediately the angel of the Lord smote him, because he gave not God the glory, and he was eaten of worms and gave up the ghost. But the word of God grew and multiplied. <laughs> so I'm glad the word of God grew and multiplied. Herod just got eaten by worms. So here's what happened. They think, okay, some of the commentaries that I read, they think that this is what happened. So on a set day, Herod stands up to make his, you know, speech to the people. He's in royal apparel. So apparently it was like really spangly, kind of shiny. And so that kind of gave the impression of it being supernatural. You know, and again, they're in this culture where there's, you know, especially the Roman culture where there's gods and goddesses like all over the place. And you have like the Jewish mysticism. And, you know, I mean, even the early church, when they heard Peter knocking on the door, they thought it was a ghost right? We don't really believe in ghosts a whole lot, but they kind of thought it was his ghost. Um, so yeah, so I mean, supernatural was kind of big in the culture then. So he's up there and he's making a speech and he's kind of shiny and sparkly. And I guess he's speaking with great power and authority. And the crowd starts saying, it is the voice of God and not a man. And then the Lord smote him. The part that's interesting to me is that he was eaten of worms and gave up the ghost. Because normally, you know, with the eaten of worms, you would think, you know, he's been buried and the worms came and stuff like that. But the fact that he was eaten of worms first and then gave up the ghost makes me think that Herod probably had some kind of parasite problem. Honest and truly. Maybe a tapeworm. I don't know. But somehow Luke, our physician friend, has noted that there was a parasite eating Herod and that was the cause of his death the Lord smote him through the parasite, basically. That's what we learned. All right. But, as always, in 24, the word of God grew and multiplied. Have a good week, y'all. 